0: You're listening to the Agony Column News Report featuring interviews, phone interviews, reports from live book events and festivals, and conversations with readers. You can find additional news, interviews, book reviews, and more five days a week at the Agony Column website at trashotroncom agony. I'm speaking with Mark Van Name. His new novel is Children of War. Thank you for joining me, Mark.
1: Thanks for having me. Mark,
0: you brought up some fairly serious topics for a work of genre fiction. Uh, talk about using genre fiction to t- to take on these serious topics. Why would you do that rather than just write a serious piece of literature?
1: Well, I think uh, Children Are More, like many SF novels, is a book that addresses very serious issues. I think science fiction has been doing that for as long as the genre has been around. It's not all just escape fiction and rocket ships. And I think sometimes uh, one of the great powers of science fiction is to allow us to take a theme away from our immediate present, explore it in a different context, dramatize it, and allow us to step back a little bit because it is in a completely different context and focus on it more sharply. So I think it's a common trick in genre fiction to use the trappings of genre to explore serious topics.
0: It, it helps you get a distance. And this isn't just something that you've taken up um, out, out of, out of uh, present-day news. This is something that's based on your personal experience, isn't it?
1: Some of it. Uh, I was never a child soldier and going to war, but I spent three years in a paramilitary group from ages 10 to 13, learning to kill, learning a lot of other uh, military skills. And so I have a particular affinity for this cause.
0: Talk a- about... Um, how this this experience of yours, I, I'm thinking it might have informed a, a lot of your fiction.
1: I certainly spent a lot of time in this group. I spent time as an abused child, and so a lot of the themes in my stories are themes you would expect that background to do. I deal a lot with uh, child abuse. I deal with child soldiers. I deal with alienation. Uh, many different themes that naturally arise out of that kind of background.
0: You know, it strikes me that actually... Um, one of the things that that the distance of genre fiction helps you do is to to make these subjects something you actually can discuss so that it's not so immediate that your audience can wrap their brains around it in in a story. And talk about the importance of stories and the kind of stories that you tell and the kind of characters that you put through these
1: stories. Well, I think for as long as there have been people, there have been storytellers. We've always stared out at the night and tried to make sense of it. We've always wondered why the lightning struck, why that particular beast got us, why these awful things happened. And eventually, of course, we all wonder why we have to die. Story has always been a way for us to grapple with the hardest of issues. So... It's a natural, in this case, to deal with the topic of child soldiers that by treating it as a story subject, it allows us to examine it, to see the effects, to see what it takes to help the children who've been through these experiences, and then make a little more sense of it for ourselves.
0: Well, talk about some of the characters you create for your new novel. Uh, How do you go about getting inside their heads and making the inside of their heads Something that somebody who has no clue even as to what's going on out there in the real world can wrap their brains around and then maybe look out and when you see a news story, you think, wow, that, there's something actually happening here.
1: Well, I think the key in in creating any character is to try and understand their perspective, to understand enough about their background that you can respond as they would. And then as you're writing a novel or a short story, you switch among those characters, trying to make each of them behave sensibly. Uh, I think that If you have friends, if you listen to them, if you try to understand their point of view, you're part of the way to understanding characters. With these people who've been through traumatic things, the children in particular, I was able to draw on my own background and a lot of reading that I've done to try and see the world as they would see it. And all of us come through the ultimate trial uh, childhood We move from a world where we are inside our mother, where it's a perfectly safe environment, where we don't know competition, we don't know uh, that we aren't tall enough or pretty enough or smart enough or fit enough, and then we go through this horrible growing up process and Uh, And we find out that we are limited. We are not one with the world. Not everyone loves us. This is tough on everybody. This is why all childhood, I think, is a difficult passage. You know, it's a journey through hell, and your parents are the tour guides. There's just not much you can do. And yet, mostly, you think of your childhood with happiness, that there are all these things you got to do that you don't get to do again later in life, the carefree part of it. So in writing about these particular children, I tried to focus not only on the horrors but also on the carefree side. When I think back to the years that I was in that group, group, I don't think back of it as a a period of unrelenting horror. I think primarily of my childhood. I think primarily of good things. You know, that's a really
0: interesting perspective. And and I'd like you to talk about how that perspective informs the future you create, the world that you surround your characters with, so that you can enable their actions within this future to be something that people who live in this world can, can relate to
1: well i the future i've created is a set of planets many hundreds of them all colonized by people all linked by uh, jump gates, I call them, which are mysterious artifacts that have appeared that allow people to move through great distances of space instantaneously, but not energy to move there. So people have taken advantage of it. Uh, when new gates open, uh, humanity expands to other planets. We don't know why they're there, but it creates the system of essentially feudal states on a very large scale. If you look at Um, early Europe, for example, it was these states that were connected through messengers. And if you wanted to send information, you had to send it through a messenger who could potentially tamper with it. Um, I think all of these things resonate easily with readers and they're easy to understand. And so I've made a future that is both different from our present substantially and at the same time familiar. And I'm one of the people who believes that human nature is not likely to change substantially, even hundreds of years in the future. And so the characters are motivated by the same kinds of things that motivate us now.
0: You know, I love this kind of historical aspect of, of your fiction. And I'm wondering if you could talk about specifically, what kind of research do you do? It seems like there might be, there's two very different aspects. One is the research into child soldiers that we are seeing created even as we're sitting here, and the other must be the history.
1: Uh, History and technology. You know, you spend a life reading and learning, and so there's a certain amount of background there, and I'm uh, in technology for my day job. I follow a lot of advanced technology, and so my future, which uses a great deal of nanotechnology in certain areas, uh, advanced materials, things like that, are just uh, stem from reading that I do for fun. Just interests me.
0: Now, um you know, you've been writing uh military fiction for Bain for for quite some time and I wonder if you'd talk about just the uh, I think that science fiction lends itself to military themes to a certain extent. Talk about how science fiction does that for you. And, and I, I wonder if you've considered writing um any like historical fiction.
1: Well, first, I'm going to argue with uh, the fact that I'm in writing Military SF. I don't believe I write military science fiction at all. I think uh, if you were to go and talk to those who really do write Military SF, ask them to read my books, they would tell you no. I write about a character who is basically a uh, freelance investigator, he has a military background. But if Michael Connolly or James Lee Burks, Dave Robichaux has a military background, these are not military SF. Uh, But they get involved in gunfights, they have action. And I feel that what I really have are mystery armatures in science fiction books. Um, So for me, uh, and and Bain is well-known for military SF, Uh, I disagree with it, but they market my books as military SF. Um, I feel I'm really writing uh, far future kind of PI-ish stories, that um, are advancing a future history. For me, the what what appealed to me about all this, what led me to it, uh, were the future histories of people like Heinlein, who wrote over a very long period of time a set of novels that formed a co- at least semi-coherent view of a future. I set out to write a very long arc of novels, each uh, that would stand alone, that you could read without having read any of the others. You can pick up any of my books in any order. And yet... Each one, if you put them together, will create a picture of this history of mankind and this future history. And so um, I think that, for me, the natural, uh, natural fusion is uh, not military plus science fiction. It's PI plus science fiction.
0: I, I like that. Now, uh, could you talk about your grand vision of the future? How much of it did you know in advance when you started, and how much are you creating as you go along?
1: On the macro level, I have an understanding of where the arc of books is going to go. It's going to take roughly 15 to 18 novels to do all of it, and I understand where it's going to end up, what the secrets are, and what they're going to be saying. On the day-to-day, fact-to-fact basis, like anybody, you discover an enormous amount during the process of creation. Characters appear that you didn't know were going to appear. You, uh, As you write, you enrich the future. And so some of my favorite parts of the books are things that I had no clue I would be doing when I started them. You just, just do them. Y- you know uh, your your new book
0: you're donating all the proceeds to a, a charity and talk about that project how, how do you do that I mean logistically how do you get your publisher to say okay the profits aren't going to us
1: okay so the publisher is not giving it I'm the only one doing it the bookstore is the publisher they're making their normal share what I tried to do was construct a charity that I didn't need to talk anybody into I contacted a few different groups I settled on Falling Whistles uh, www.fallingwhistles.com and they work with Uh, war-affected children, a lot of child soldiers in the Congo. What I'm doing is taking all the proceeds from the hardback, the sales of the hardback, including my advance, and the logistics were really easy. I took my advance, I wrote down the amount of it on a check, and I mailed it to them. Uh, When I get royalty statements for the hardback, anything past the advance that I earn on the hardback, I will mail to them. And so I'm just doing it myself. I don't need anybody else to do it. I uh, did get my publisher to issue a press release. She was very supportive there, and also to uh, allow on the back jacket of the book. There's a little bit about the charity. But really, I'm the only one that has to spend money on this. So uh, that made it simple.
0: Talk uh, about some of your research and experience in the present day with these child soldiers. How much this this is seems like some of our
1: we've heard about this recently. Uh, When did you twig to this? Well, I've had an affinity for like I said, since I was 10 years old and in a paramilitary group. I've been reading memoirs, news articles, and so on for many, many years, several decades. And it is one of those topics that you don't hear a ton about, but it comes out periodically. Uh, there are a lot of, uh, not a lot, there are several really good memoirs from uh, guys who were child soldiers. Uh, you can find a lot if you go read But it is one of those things that people are embarrassed about and should be uh, that humanity is doing. And with the exception, I suppose, of the people who are actually impressing these children into service, uh, pretty much everyone agrees we shouldn't be doing this.
0: I've been speaking with Mark Van Name. His latest novel is? Children No More. Thank you for joining me, Mark. Thank you very much for having me.